Hi. We're very excited today. <laughs> we mentioned last week that a very important event was happening. Mitski released a new album. And we told you guys to go listen to it. Did you? Did you listen? This it's episode crucial. will not be the same without it. Yeah. We're going to go song by song. Mm-hmm. So I recommend... Like, if you haven't listened to it yet or have only listened to it very little, every break, pause and, like, listen to the song we just talked about so you can kind of, like, take it in after we, like, discussed it. Not that, like, our thoughts are, like, so amazing that they will, like... (laughs) (laughs) They'll change the way you're listening. Yeah, yeah, but just, like, might be a little fun thing to do as you listen. Yeah. I don't know. Also, in celebration, we are drinking something we have decided is called Stay Soft. Yes. Um, it is a hectic combination of ingredients that I found. It's with, like, raspberry rose prebiotic soda that we sell at the cafe, pomegranate juice, lime juice, and gin. And it has crushed... Raspberry in the, the bottom. crushed raspberry at the bottom, yeah. Yeah. Very Laurel Hell. The same kind of red Laurel Hell color of, like, yeah. the cover, which is perfect. <laughs> I'm excited about so, it. So, let's Cheers. try these drinks. Yeah. Cheers. It is delicious. Mm. Wow, she is. I love her. Delightful. Oh my god. Maggie <laughs> warned me like there is so much alcohol in this. Yeah. Oops. But it does not taste like it. Yeah, it does not. So this is going to be a really fun episode. <laughs> Get ready, guys. Should we check in? Yeah, let's Should check we, like, in. like sip on these little drinks? Yeah. What's going on? How are you, Maggie? Um... In this moment, I'm pretty good. As I've said before, like, I'm excited about this episode. And I love our podcast and I love talking to you. So that is cool. In general, I'm having kind of a bad day. I think it's just, like, winter is tough. Yeah. My mental wellness has been subpar recently, I would mm-hmm. say. I just have, like, a long day at work. Then I just, like, tape myself dancing for something. And it's just, like, oh can be can be a lot and also very frustrating so in this moment i'm good in general i'm ready for spring <laughs> yeah yeah um i'm doing fine i i mean i feel really good now because i'm excited to do this and i'm excited to talk about laurel hill i'm very excited generally over the past week or so i've been like definitely subpar as well i feel like i had like so much anxious energy like mm. all week and there was, like, a couple days where I, like, lost my appetite, which never happens to me, like, without any, like, medication or something doing that to me. Yeah. And I was like, what's going on? Like, why am I so nervous? Like, yeah. all the time. And I, I just, I feel like I feel, like, this huge line of the future ahead of me that's, like, very scary to think about. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's just been classic post-grad kind of dread has been, like, really sinking in lately. Yeah. But today in particular was, like, fine. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah today was, like, definitely above average for lately. Okay. So, yeah. Above average for lately is a great <laughs> phrase. Above average really for lately. That's true. <laughs> that is a fact. <laughs> um, yeah, because I, I worked out and that was good. And then I made an omelet and called my parents, which was nice. They, like, comforted me a lot about how I was feeling. And I got my nails done today. They look amazing. And they're white. I went for a white look because I'm going to Los Angeles soon and I'm thinking about all the outfits 
and I feel like I'm gonna wear a lot of white. Oh, so totally. I was like, this will this will work well, and I made dinner and listened to Laurel Hell with you, which was really fun. So fun. Oh yeah, what a banger. Yeah, <laughs> and she's quick. She's th- thirty minutes she's in and out. Quick. Yeah. Like be the cowboy also is pretty quick. Right? Yeah, I think all her albums are like a hot thirty sure. minutes yeah. or around thirty minutes. Yeah. Which awesome of her. Even though like I always want more. I feel like it's it's nice to leave that album being like, whoa. Like, yeah. there was, it was complete. It was enough. And yeah. when it ends, you're like, wow, it's over. But yeah, why don't we start with, before we go in song by song, just like general vibe of Laurel Hell, mm-hmm. general impressions, first time you listen to it, stuff like that. Yeah. I'm obsessed with the 80s bop energy. Yes! I think yes. it's so good. Which is something we've been looking forward to since the singles are coming out. Yeah. So we're like, wait a minute. Yeah, we're like, <laughs> where is this going? And of course there are like some in there that are not 80s bops, but the ones that are Hell really yeah. go hard. Hell yeah. yeah. I love it. I think it's so good. And also I think it's so cool that like it like ends on an up. It feels like energetically, not necessarily in terms of like mood yeah. or content, but like I find that really powerful. Yeah. Moving. Like, the arc of it is so beautiful. I think the order of it is perfect. Yes. I oh, think totally. the com- the way she combined the songs, the arc, like you said, is perfect. Yeah. What was your first impression listening to the album? I mean, I loved it on first impression. Mm-hmm. I-, I remember the two songs on first impression that stuck out where everyone was, like, crazy. And nothing left for you i was like what is going on yeah what <laughs> is going on is how i thought as well. yeah um the placement of the songs i already knew i feel like gave them like enhanced them completely like hearing them in context was so fun yeah oh, yeah totally where did you listen for the first time definitely like the first time i listened and paid attention to it mm-hmm. was i went on a walk and i walked to lake michigan yeah it was really good and i think the ones that hit me hardest were should have been me and that's our lamp that's our lamp that's our lamp yeah so we're starting at the very top with valentine texas i love it as an opening Mm -hmm. it opens very kind of soft and dreamy and then kind of has that moment where it like Mm -hmm. like i said before just like explodes i feel like it feels like a like a big like blooming yes blooming is totally the right word yeah and she says like the last two lyrics in the song i like screenshotted them actually earlier because mm-hmm. i'm so like enamored with these lyrics let me watch those mountains from underneath and maybe they'll finally float off of me yeah <laughs> it's yeah. so beautiful and then yeah. she jumps into this whole like cathartic musical exploration of a breakup and i I, it's mm. it's a perfect start it's a perfect start the lyrics i wish we could just read every single lyric off this okay lyricism mitsuki she's the queen like i don't i'm just astounded yeah and i feel like she doesn't waste a single word i agree with you she does not she does not waste there is no fluff line in Mm -hmm. any of her stuff ever 
There is no like because I'll she just throw care this about, in. Because she doesn't like formula of the song. Yeah, she's, she's like, also like this is gonna this... be thirty seconds if I want to. Yeah, <laughs> and also the melody is gonna be vibes. Yeah, the melody is gonna be around the words. I feel like, yes. and it's amazing still. It's so. There's good. no like oh this is the rhyme scheme oh this is like yeah. Uh, how the song is structured. It's just, like, very honest. I think she's just, like... She's so honest. She's so fucking honest. She's it's so like, honest in a way where I'm, like, you're so right, and, like, I would have never thought to just say it so like that, like, so honest and raw, and, like, the images she creates, I'm, like, I know that image, and also, like, I would have never thought to name it. Yeah. Or I'd be scared, too, honestly, sometimes. Yeah. Or, like, I've thought something similar before, but have never, like, had the courage to say that out loud, because, like... I don't know, I write sometimes, occasionally, every once in a while, and I would never send it to the people that it's about. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And she's, like, releasing this for the whole Publicly. World. Publicly. Yes. And opening for Harry Styles. Literally. Wait, and I'm sorry, send that in front. What? Wait, you don't know about this? No! Wait, what? this is happening, I think, in the UK, though. So... There's a Harry Styles like concert. Wait, I, I mean... Like, I mean... I'm not saying I'm not down. Yeah. <laughs> Both of us are there with zero money. Wait, I can't believe you you don't know this I specifically because that's like such a combo. Opening for Harry. So so first you get Mitski, which is already like I could leave and be like the happiest person on earth. But then after Harry Styles like, is gonna come on. What how what the expensive fuck? are tickets? Also, to this what event? a combo. Like I know Harry Styles, Mitski, like to to me, like just on two different ends of emotional Pop music that's like crazy yeah. yeah although but, i guess harry but styles i love that harry laugh. styles was like he i'm totally a stan listens to Mitsuki. yeah like he's so percent. i mean enough of a stand to invite her to open yeah i mean i feel like sometimes his music like is loosely getting to a point where i'm like oh i see how you listen to people like Mitsuki and Fee yeah and, you yeah. know like yeah totally I oh i love him I love him, too. But anyway. <clears throat> but anyway. Mitski is the master of being, like, fuck form, as we yeah, said. Yeah, fuck form. And prioritize fuck, fuck emotional my voice. Truth. It's, it's yeah. about the truth. It's about what I'm trying to say, and this is the way I want to express it. And the emotion that comes through her voice is, like, next level. Yeah. Oh, Working for the Knife. Working for the Knife, which was the first <laughs> single for this album. Yes. Um, The first thing that comes to mind is that class of the... Bum, 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 the little the sound that like kind of keeps yes. going throughout the whole song kind of sounds like to me it sounds like a tool like hitting mm-hmm. metal kind of mm-hmm. it sounds very like uh assembly line yes working like she hits the vibe of like feeling kind of part of this like assembly system where yes. you're kind of just being passed along the same steps mm. um I, I love that, like, she, like, sonically hits that vibe, as yes. well as, like, in her lyrics. Like, I think she's also good at, like, merging the two in a really effective way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like there's something so, like, content-wise that is, like, a, an arc throughout thematically is that she doesn't feel control in some ways. I think we see it in everyone also, yeah. where it's, like, she's part of something larger that doesn't feel like it's totally her own will or desire it's like lack of agency yeah um and i i love that music video because it feels like that also like she's throwing herself around in a way that is like muscularly coming from her but like emotionally feels very like something pulls her this way and like if you told me some invisible strings were being pulled i would totally believe you yeah 
And and as the video progresses, she thrashes and thrashes more. Yeah. I was talking about this song with Isabel, actually, and how much it, like, hurts. Yeah. Um, particularly the lyric, she pointed out, um, I cry at the start of every movie, I guess, because I wish I was making things, too. Yeah. Like, fuck that. Like, what yeah. the hell, Mitsuki? Like, literally, yeah. though. Seriously. Ugh. I start the day lying and end with the truth that I'm working for the night. Come on. <sighs> and the start the day high and, and it ends, ends so low. low. Start the day lying and it ends with the truth. Yeah. And, like, there's so much about agency in this where it feels like, um, I always thought the choice was mine and I was right, but I just chose wrong. I don't know. And she's a bit older than us and it's, like, this the song is honestly kind of scary it's sometimes. ominous it's like whoa is yeah. this what i'm setting up for right exactly yeah as <laughs> yeah. like someone trying to pursue the arts i'm like well oh because I, I i'm a little bit working for the knife like i understand oh, yeah. this um should we define working for the knife for people who maybe aren't from as familiar with this song yeah go for it what does it mean to you when i first listened to it i interpreted it in a much more depressing way Mm-hmm. I thought it was, like, more just, like, very existential about life, which maybe kind of has that double meaning yeah. of, like, going on in life for, like, essentially just being part of being a cog in the machine and, mm-hmm. like, at the end of the day, like, just looking towards death. Like, I, I was very, like, somber kind of interpretation. And then I think I understood more that it was, there was a layer about it that was about being in the music industry and feeling a lack of agency about, like, what you make and what you're being molded into. Yeah. Um, and what path you're on in terms of, like, achieving some sort of success. Yeah. As an artist. I think both meanings can live together, because I, I think, think they're so both too. very hand-in-hand. Hand. Like, I yeah. feel like being, feeling like a cog in the machine and, like, feeling very existential generally about, about life ties really well into, like, yeah. feeling those same feelings about being an artist and, like, and, and trying to make it in an industry that, like questionable whether it cares about you probably doesn't oh my god yeah um yeah like i feel like there's that's definitely like a similar feeling yeah and also with something so personal like as music or like for us theater and acting writing all that stuff it feels like so gross (laughs) yeah to be like pouring your heart and soul into something and then having someone else to like transform it into something else that isn't like necessarily yeah attention because it needs to be sold it needs to be sold at the end of the day which is frightening in theater i think we're blessed we were talking about this today with like something really beautiful of like knowing what we want a lot of the time Mm -hmm. from a pretty young age comparatively to like other career fields yeah because we i think a lot of people start theater really young and fall in love with it really young and like not everyone's different types of work are each other's cup of tea but like I think so many people are really good at what they're passionate about and so like I don't know just because someone isn't great at like executing commercial musical theater doesn't make the thing that they do that is less commercial less valuable yeah and I think we are kind of taught to think that it is well because commercial musical theater is what gets you on Broadway yeah and makes you money and <laughs> yeah. it allows you to like only do your only do your chosen art. profession yeah. as your job which feels like success yeah which is a bummer it, which <laughs> and I get why it feels like success in a capitalist yes. context because it's yeah, like totally. work is your life 
what you do is like one of the first questions you're asked when people get to know you yes. you know work is so important to you i feel like in so many other contexts maybe other countries even like what you do is kind of like what you do and like you have such a full life outside of it and, yeah and you have hobbies and you have a social life and you have time to kind of decompress from what you do to to make money and survive but i feel like specifically in an american context it's so like what you do is who you are and your life yeah. and the majority of hours of your time yeah living totally. I, I feel like that's why I, I mean i would love to only subsist on my art that's like yeah, my dream awesome. the biggest dream of <laughs> dreams is that one day i could just do art stuff mm-hmm. and like that would be enough anyway yeah. it makes me crazy yeah art <laughs> theater industry working for the knife. <laughs> yeah. Stay, Stay soft, soft, baby. <laughs> <laughs> this one is just so good. It's crazy. The, ba- the the main line of it in the chorus is stay soft, get eaten, only natural. It's hard enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's eaten first and then beaten second. Oh, <laughs> uh, which I mean, yeah, true. Stay soft, get beaten, only natural. It's hard, <laughs> hard enough. Yeah. Craziness, and that's just the chorus, and it's also a bop. It's also so you're like, like you're like you dancing like dance around your room, <laughs> talking soft, about how like get beaten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> only natural to harden up baby oh my gosh that that line was the one that really just because the title stay soft that's not automatically where my mind goes i liked it as a title i yeah. remember thinking and i was like okay interesting and then actually it hit me like what the line was saying and i was like oh shit yeah yeah um the it, like the, hurt, the intro and- hurts me like reading the lyrics hurts me <laughs> i don't know something about like stay soft get beaten only natural, natural to harden, harden up. up like i've had moments where i feel that like um frustration with getting like assigned the label of like soft soft spoken mm-hmm. gentle and i'm like god i'm so irritated i want to like punch something yeah and like that energy of like well i don't want to be like perceived as weak or vulnerable yeah so i'm gonna like become kind of fiery instead and like obviously people are not one of those two things but like the instinct to be more hard-edged i've totally seen that before yeah Yeah. i mean people think that like being vulnerable will make people like you less but it Mm. only makes people like you more yeah just interesting. Which is really interesting because that only shows that people were beaten and hardened up, I feel like. I feel like we all kind of have a moment. Oh, yeah. Where being vulnerable does not go okay. And it's like, okay, I'm never doing that again. I think that's a very natural instinct from humans. Because, of course, if you experience pain with something, you don't want to experience it again. Yeah. So. And But I also love that the song's title, she just kept it as Stay Soft. I don't know there's something about her dwindling it down to like stay soft like it's almost like she's telling us like but like nonetheless like stay vulnerable stay soft (laughs) stay soft like yeah i feel like we think hardening up is like the strongest thing we can do yeah but it's not but staying soft is like such a gift stay soft baby i'm almost done with my stay soft (laughs) 
Yeah. I might need Wait, seconds I of my so stay soft too. drink. <laughs> <laughs> I really like it. This I really like it too. You, you should make this again. <laughs> I totally will. Guys, I think I should bartend. Oh my god. Everyone is a journey. First of all, I feel like it's her most like storytelly song in mm-hmm. in the album, which I love. Like if I felt like I was like hanging on every word because it also moves slowly. Okay, everyone. All, all of them. them. <laughs> 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 Said what's the exact wording? Don't go that way. Don't go that way. And so to that. I said, <laughs> I, I think, think I'll, I'll go, go that way. way. And that, that like, happens in, like, a pretty long like amount a of minute. time. It's a <laughs> long song. <laughs> this song is three minutes and 47 seconds. It's the longest song on the album. And the beat, like, I can't even really identify the time signature because it's so not, it's just consistent. Yeah. It's just this beat that's over and over again, and she accents, like, different parts of the beat as the song progresses and like it almost has, has a similar similar quality as working for the knife where you feel like you're kind of like going around and around yes. and around and yeah. it's like and there's yeah. something about like the cyclical nature of it and how slow it is where it's like it feels exactly like that energy of like getting trapped in something you didn't intend to mm-hmm. or like didn't see coming maybe just the idea of being like stuck in the pattern of behavior i think is crazy we get this almost four minute song that is a snapshot of a cycle, it looks like. Or, like, the rhythm feels like a cycle. It feels like something that, like, was a long, slow burn. Yeah. But it had, like, tremendous implications. But then where you end up at the end, you're like, wait, this is kind of the tone of it. It's like, this is not where I was, where I meant to end up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Even though it moves so slowly, it's like, it's not the feeling of, like, rushing into something and being like, wait. Yeah. It's like, I did this and then that. And then this happened, and then I was here, and then I didn't realize this is what I was yeah. signing up for, and it's like, oh. <sighs> the, wait, I think this is the thesis statement of the album. I think everyone is the thesis statement of the album. Wait, talk more about that. Because, like, that's just, like, the theme that's been in all, all of them, you know? And everyone is just that. It's yeah. like, I didn't mean for this to happen, but here's what, here's what I did, here's how I got here, and yeah. here's how it felt. <laughs> it reminds me, what's that? line from Beat a Cowboy. It's from a horse named Cold Air. She goes, I thought I traveled a long way, but I had circled the same old sin. Mm. This cyclical thing has been a thing for her. Mm-hmm. Of like, every time she finds herself back in this like place again, and I think the dark is kind of the play. I don't know how you interpreted the dark in this song. Yeah. Like she ends up kind of inviting the dark. Yeah. Without meaning to? I think without meaning to. Yeah. yeah. is really what it sounds like. I mean, this song is really where this theme of the dark really, like... Yeah, because it's, like, Really happens. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, like, it is a character in the story she's telling. Yeah. Yeah. I opened my arms wide to the dark. I said, take it all, whatever you want. I didn't know that I was young. I didn't know what it would take. And then she says, again, I didn't know what it would take. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I could definitely hear some people thinking that song is boring. No, I... But, but like, just listen. Like, just really listen to it. And, like, lay down on your bed and, like, look up at the ceiling and, like, take it in. Like, take it in with, like, every cell of your body and, like, just be in it for the ride. And don't expect anything out of it. 
And I think, like, something about the percussion and the bass, yeah. it's, like, it's not, like, it's, the stakes, sorry, it's use this phrase, the stakes feel high at, yeah. at the outset. Like, yeah. she's not messing around with, like, guiding you into the song, I think. And then towards the end, she brings in kind of more music and more of a theme, um, but it doesn't, you think it's gonna go somewhere and then that song ends. Yeah. Okay, next one. Heat Lightning. Oh my god. I love Heat Lightning. That was my favorite single. It was not my, it was my least favorite single. Interesting, interesting. I know your favorite was The Only Heartbreaker, which I think we'll get to next. Yes. Um, Heat Lightning was my favorite. I just love the, it's the same thing that, like, everyone in Working for the Knife has of, like, the boom, 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 that, like, oh, every day is just another day. Like, I don't know, it gives me that feeling of, like... Uh, and I just love, I love the melody. I love, uh, the second verse is so beautiful. Heat lightning, watch it from my doorstep. Sleeping eyelid of the sky flutters in a dream. Mm. Well, I've held on, but I feel a storm approaching. Trees are swaying in the wind like sea anemones. I love that metaphor so much. Or simile, whatever. Yeah. The comparison of the tree swaying to like sea anemones. It's so beautiful. The fact that she brings up something like underwater yeah kind of adds like this deep kind of like slow kind of like when you're in water and the movement is so swayy and so slow yeah um i don't know this song like i don't think i've thought much about what it means as much as like the feeling of it i really like Mm. yeah and then the part after that the like and there's nothing i can do not much i can change can i give it up to you would that be okay yeah Oh, I just feel like the exhaustion in it, you know? I don't feel like the most exhausted that I've ever felt right now in my life. But have you ever had those moments where you're like, literally, I I give up. I, like, whatever is happening right now, can't do it anymore. Yeah. And, like, that feeling to me is just, like, one of the hardest things to feel. And so, like, her putting that to music. The would that be okay specifically... It hurts. (laughs) And I Surrender being the last lyric Mm. is insane. I hope that was cathartic for her. Me too. The Only Heartbreaker is next. And can I just say, I think I do love... This one is my favorite of the singles. Yes. But I do think it's because I have a naturally very high internal rhythm. And, like, (laughs) listening to songs that... Reinforce that rhythm, so this feels really good. <laughs> I feel like I'm just like, you know, moving pretty fast a lot of the time, Yay. and I always want songs that are also moving a little fast. Yeah. Oh, that was the first song where we were like, '80s. Hello. <laughs> I I'm obsessed with the song also because I think it's like kind of a hilarious concept. No, the the opening line is <laughs> such a good opening line. So if good. you would just make one, one mistake. mistake. What a relief that would be. Oh my gosh. Because, like, there's so much guilt in that. Yeah. You know? It's like, God, can't you be the one to fuck up just one time? My God, my favorite part of that whole song is the part where she gets like, I apologize, you forgive me. I apologize, you forgive me. Like, a couple times in a row. Because I feel like this is not something she writes about the sensation of a lot. Like, I don't think she writes a lot about being in, like, a total position of power over someone. Yeah. Or, like, being the one to fuck up. Being the one to hurt. 
again kind of this feeling of like no agency of like why do i keep being the only one hurting you like yeah i, I swear i'm trying but it's yeah like, can you just fuck up just once so i feel a little better yeah but i guess i'll be the only heartbreaker yeah the music video is uh, so beautiful because so she's good. like in this forest and like literally destroys everything around her everything she touches and interacts with just like burns and like she she eventually goes to the shore and like behind her mm-hmm. like everything has burnt behind her and i love i just love the drama of her music videos because obviously she's talking about like a relationship not destroying the earth but like yeah that's how it feels like yeah the magnitude of it i love it i feel like i fucked up at some point and it felt like the world was ending, yeah it, you know yeah and I just, like, I love how she's walking this line of, like, not feeling like she has autonomy and also feeling like she has so much power and, like, how is she using it, you know? I feel like there's another piece of it, too, that's, like, not only, like, man, why do I keep fucking up? But it's also, like, I can't fully take that you're not fucking up. Like, I can't take, like, this just, like, love and forgiveness from you all the time. Oh, my God. Like, this is too much. Like, this is too much, and I get that. It's like, why do you just, like, just love me unconditionally like that? Like, that's so... It's uncomfortable. It's like... Yeah. Just, like, hurt me once, please. Yeah. <sighs> uh, love me more. Oh, <laughs> and now she's like begging God, for I, more love. I what a duality with those two being right next <laughs> to each other. I never really like noticed that about them being side by side, how they're like just drastically like, yeah. one of them is just like, I need you to love me more, love me more. That's something I feel all the time where it's like this weird duality. If you're having a hard time accepting love to like approach it from like, I'm gonna, like, cut myself off and, like, not engage, and, like, I don't want to be horrible, so I'm not gonna engage in this situation. And then the flip side of that is, like, seeking love and validation from everyone and everything, you know? Yes. And to me, I feel like I do that when I, like, download a dating app and then delete the dating app every single time, you know? Download the dating app, delete the dating app is so relatable. You know? It's, like, it takes, like, 24 hours, (gasps) and I'm overwhelmed, and then I'm, like, yeah! Literally. (laughs) I regret this. Literally. Ugh. (laughs) Fill me up. She says, fill me up, clean me out. Like, it's, like... Okay, well, if you're gonna give it, then, like... Can it be satisfying, can I, at least? Can I just, like, forget that I exist with your love? Like, can yeah. you just, like, wash me over? Can you just, like... Can I not be Completely, <laughs> like, submerge me in your love? Like... I could be a new girl. Yeah. I will be a new I girl. I will be a new girl with your love. Because yeah. lo- if you're gonna give me your love, then it's gonna change everything. Yes. And it's, like, <sighs> an event that will change everything else yes. in my life. Which is not how it works. Yes. <laughs> And it's like, okay, I feel like we, in nonviolent communication, we've been talking about needs, right? And it's like, when we talk about needs, most people have the same needs and they pursue tactics to get them. It's very like acting language, which is hilarious. They say all the time that conflict doesn't happen on the level of needs, it happens on the level of tactics. So like, there's no scarcity. Everyone can achieve their needs in the world. We just, like, get into interpersonal conflict when we use a tactic to fulfill that need that doesn't yeah. work for someone else. I feel like 
we're seeing tactics being deployed to achieve the need in both The Only Heartbreaker and in Love Me More that don't work. Yeah. And, like, the need is to, like, be loved and yeah. have connection. And to feel, and feel, to feel like you deserve love and, and to feel, like, yeah. whole to feel as a person. and supported and part of a... Con- yeah. And then the tactic is just so, like, far in one direction or so far in another direction. But relationships work as, like, a give and take. And as long as it's not too far in one direction, it's fine. Where it's, like, it doesn't... Relationships don't always have to be the exact same work expectation from both people at all times. I don't think it's... I think often it's not. I think often it's not. And our... As Sarah talks about this, our, like, expectation of an egalitarian relationship is actually really harmful because then we don't, like, accept acts of service from other people, which is crazy because it feels really awful to, like, be the person who needs more... Sometimes the need is to be the one that's giving. I don't know. Yeah, totally. Totally. And as long as it's right for your relationship, it doesn't matter if it's like... Like, obviously, you are different things to each other, and that's okay. Yeah. There's nothing left for you... We've talked about this before, how it feels... It feels like it could be a musical theater song. The drama of it mm-hmm. is so intense and the way it builds. It's really about the melody mostly that hits me a lot. It's just like, see, like I don't even have the words because it's like, I remember immediately what stood out to me was the build into the, like, it was your life. Yeah. And oh, it felt so good. It felt, but it felt like so right. And I feel like that's the part that feels the most theatrical because it has like this build into like this really like quiet, subdued moment that kind of takes us back to like kind of how the song was before and kind of how it started. Mm-hmm. It'll keep passing on long after you. I just think about that line so much. Mm. Just listening to it is so... It feels so profound. And it feels like such a journey. And there's something about, like, coming to terms with, like... The overness of it. That's, like, so... Ugh. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's nothing... I think that is a concept to me that is new and interesting. Like, there's nothing here for you. There's nothing I can say. Nothing yeah. I can do. Like, all of that. Of yeah. like, it is fully over. It's over. Yeah. It's done. Like, that That feels so it, strange It feels like me. her, like, reass- like, not reassuring, but, like, processing it, like, in the moment. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. There's yeah. nothing. That's it. That feels like something we're not... I don't know. That oh feels like God. something I'm not old enough for yet. Yeah. There's also this, like, the idea of, like, find a new you. Mm. <laughs> the nothing waits for you. You had it once before, not anymore. So go on to that sweetheart's door and find a new you. Give her all the love you saved for it. Mm. I think I'm still processing this song, honestly. I know, I think so too. 
so much literature, so much art, so much work is about like the big events, you know, like falling mm-hmm. in love or breaking up. And there's not a whole lot about like the aftermath of the big yeah. events. And it's like a, a thing in literature, especially with marriage, where it's like there's a lot of literature about getting married or like breakups. Like we get breakups as the important event. And then it's like if you like it's just it's a mess of feelings afterwards because yeah. it's like you don't have you don't necessarily have to respond the same way as each other to something and like there's not a lot of like space for that to be communicated because you're not together anymore yeah. you know and it's like i think we get a lot of like i'm not over it breakup songs we get very few of like I don't wow. know how to think about you anymore yeah i'm like at a loss i'm like i'm not angry i I'm don't just like <laughs> It's kind of like, how do I move on now? I'm yeah. supposed to just keep going. At the end of the day, it is just... It's just it really is just me and me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, really, truly, deeply, You're I will only know me. alone. Yeah. Yeah. In, like, kind of a great way. Yeah. In kind of a great way. But it's scary. It's super scary. It's scary. It's super scary. Yeah. Should have been me. Should I know this Bang is your up. jam. I feel like now I want you to talk about it should have been me. I love this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> One, it's like so satisfying musically. Yeah. Like something, <laughs> the repetition <laughs> in it is so good. <laughs> I like that it's a little petty. Just like a little. It, yeah. You know? Yeah. I love that energy. From it. The part where she's like, when I saw, she just looked, like, she looked, she looked just, just like, like me. me. Wow, embarrassing for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And also there's, like, I think, I don't think it's, like, completely petty. Like, I think there's yeah, a lot of totally, sincerity yeah. and, like, I'm sorry, I wish I could have shown up for you in our relationship the way that you needed me to. Must be lonely loving someone trying to find their way out of a maze. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's interesting because when we talk about love as, like, a coping mechanism, which I think is what we've been talking about a lot in this episode, this makes total fucking yeah. sense, you know? And there's not a lot of, like, shaming the other person in the song. It's just, like, makes sense. Um, sorry, I couldn't do that, I guess. But also, like, really look at what you're doing right now. Is that actually getting you to where you need to be? And also, what is yeah. it doing to your partner? You know, yeah. it just, like, really speaks to this whole like, mess of expectations we have for other people. Yeah. And how we, like, grasp on other people to, like... Mm-hmm so uh, hard fulfill so much inside of mm. us that like you can't expect another person to fulfill you just can't you even cannot. if they love you so much yeah you will never be full because of someone else totally but also at the same time you're worthy of love no matter what stage of fullness you yeah. are in yeah it's like really hard oh, to navigate it's so those complicated. two it's facts. so complicated because it's like it's like you still deserve love but that love is not what's gonna fill you up though yeah so like keep Just thinking you about that. It doesn't mean it's gonna solve all your issues. Right. Yeah. This is one that I haven't appreciated as much, but <laughs> now I'm like I have song. to like really listen to it more. It's so good. I guess. This is how the song starts. This is like the first verse of the song. We're just like this is, should be illegal. <laughs> I guess. I guess. I guess this is the end. I'll have to learn to be somebody else. 
It's been you and me since before I was me. Without you, I don't yet know quite how to live. This idea of, like, picking up the pieces of, like, who you are. Yeah. After, like, defining yourself so much by, like, this, like, really meaningful relationship you had is, like, such an experience I've never gone through. And yet, I feel like she makes me understand so deeply. Which is so powerful that she can do that. I really relate to this lyric, I think, because... I think there's a layer of it that also has to do with like how you relate to yourself in relationship to anyone not necessarily in relationship to that one specific person like yeah there's the level of my day-to-day is different because you're not in it anymore and that's confusing and odd but also like it changes all your social interactions like have a different relationship with someone very suddenly because everything that like shakes you <laughs> and shakes your belief in meaningful connection and love and like trust and all that stuff if that is like something that is fundamental to your being it's like decimating you're like do I really believe that anymore and that is something that people really pin on me and they're excited to talk to me about like love and relationships and all that stuff that's something I feel a lot yeah and then when I have moments of doubt I'm like who am I yeah (laughs) everything that other people define me by I feel like I can't be you know Anyway, that's why I feel that lyric really specifically. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of like you feel like you're the person that's like love. Drama, gossip. When you have doubts about love and doubts about those feelings. Or when I feel like like, heartbreak, I'm like, (laughs) Is it like, am I Maggie anymore? No, precisely. No, I totally, that's a really good way of putting it. And also hilarious because I literally do intimacy choreography (laughs) as a career. (laughs) Um... Yeah, but no, it feels like like when I, I have experienced heartbreak before, it felt like decimating because it felt like a part of my personality that was optimistic about love. Was like threatened. Was kind threatened. Of. Threatened. She yeah. went into hiding. <laughs> yeah, know? because she was hurt. Because she was so hurt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but it's just like hilarious that it like makes you question everything about yourself. Yeah. Everything. And now, last song on the that's our lamp. Like, I've never heard a melody so happy where the lyrics are. <laughs> but I walk down and up and down and up and down the street because you just don't like me. Not yeah. like you used to. <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally. And I'm, like, dancing singing these lyrics. I know, I know, I know, I know. Oh, my God. I think something that I'm realizing right now that's really awesome about that is that there's some relief in just saying it. Yeah. There's something so powerful about that. Yeah. And just being like, well, this is over. I love the way it ends. Mm -hmm. And how it ends the album. Like, that's where you love me. That's where you love me. And the idea of being, like, like, so outside It just goes down and, like, it's just so, like... I love the idea of, like, the physical objects and the physical location being, like... Yeah. This is where our love existed. And I'm outside of it now. And I feel it, like, love not being there anymore. Yeah. And I love that, like, this whole album is, like, it's over and she wrote an album about it. Yeah. So it is, in fact, eternalized. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of, I was listening to this, um, 
interview talk easy which is a podcast we've talked about on this podcast before which i highly recommend again meta podcast (laughs) yeah (laughs) um with the playwright tracy letts and he lost his partner uh an ex-girlfriend once i want to say i don't know if they were married or not and he would talk about how, like, everywhere he would go in Chicago, he'd be like, okay, that's where we went to, like, eat that one time. Or, like, that's where we, like, would go all the time. And, like, how, like, Chicago is just, like, just became this place of, like, oh, this is where, like, we were. Mm-hmm. And now I'm, like, looking at it and she's gone. Yeah. That kind of reminds me of this idea of, like, oh, that's the place where, like, we loved each other. And now it's just not that anymore. And that's weird to come to terms with. Yeah. And it's interesting that, like, the physical boundaries are so important. Yeah. And, like, I think that's why traveling can feel so, like, magical. It's because that space is, like, meeting you exactly as you are. Sometimes yeah. Sometimes for, like, the very first time. And it's not loaded with all of your memories of what existed before. But, of course, like, if you spend any amount of time in some place, you, like, form it becomes, a relationship yeah. to it. You know? Yeah, it's really interesting. I feel that way going home. I feel like going back to D.C. It has, like, a lot of emotional resonance. And I'm sure, like, going home for everyone feels this way. And I just... Sometimes I feel, like, a little bit haunted walking mm. around. And I'm like, I don't really want to feel this way. Yeah. It just doesn't feel like I'm meeting it with my, like, present self. Yeah. In a way, you know. Your old self is always still kind of there. Yeah, and, like, I guess that's why regression is such a big habit when people go home. Yeah, even just being in my, like, room at home is such a, like, how could I not, like, remember my old self and, like, feel her there? Yeah. 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 How could I not get annoyed at exactly the same things I got annoyed with in high school? Because they still happen, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love the name That's Our Lamp for the song, too. Hmm. That's what it is. Yeah, That's Our Lamp. Well, if you haven't listened to Laurel Hall by now, (laughs) what are you doing? What are you doing still here? Yeah. And also, like, listen to other Miss Key albums, too. She's incredible. I feel like she gets at, like, what I hope, like, anything I ever make maybe once ever feels like <laughs> where it's like wow like I get it yeah like I so viscerally understand what you're talking about yeah even if I've never experienced it and especially if I have it's like wow it's so raw because she's just saying like I need something in this moment yeah well well thank you for week. listening thank you for listening yeah have a great week bye <laughs>